You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. I a brick. It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You. I. That was really fun. And then we can do a, a clap, a one, two, three clap. Okay, so we'll do one, two, three, and then clap. One, two, three. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we're on fire. This is just going to go so well. I can't believe it. Okay, I'm pulling up the thing, uh, my intro. Um, what do I say? All right. Hello and welcome to the Sports Anomaly. I'm your host, Adrian Todd and I'm joined live by the one and only Joey Devine, comedian, Round Ball Rock Mastermind. That's a podcast that you've already downloaded and now you can download again. And uh, just a generally fantastic human being. Joey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Adrian? I mean, you know, I'm living. I'm, I'm alive. I haven't uh, died. I feel like that feels good to me. I haven't gotten yeah, COVID. Dying's good. Yeah, it's great. You're in Los Angeles where there's a one in eight chance that you won't ever do this podcast again, right? Mm-hmm. Is that where we're at? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I think it, I saw some thing where they said it's one in three people either have or have had COVID in Los Angeles County. That's uh, I have not. Man, luckily. that's like STDs in LA. You just, it's like they're getting to that level. Um, and that took a lot longer. I don't know. That seems like a dumb joke. I take that back. I, I don't like that I just said that, but it's I'm not going to erase it. Uh, also, we're joined by Jeff Solomon, Commissioner of the Year 2019, 2020, 2021. Uh, Jeff, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. I'm up for re-election, by the way. Vote Solomon. I can't believe it. I hope, Joey, that you, who is not even in our Madden League, swoops in and wins the commissionership based on your podcast performance <laughs> well, in this Joey, episode. Joey, what are you waiting for? Just, just jump in. We always have open yeah. I I play Madden That's casually. good enough. Um, Honestly, you're in, and you'll be commissioner in no time with the, that attitude. The problem I have with Madden is I cannot play defense. Oh, you've I'm misunderstood so terrible the, at the it. point of this league. None of us know how to play Madden. Yeah. I just play the like right end and do the spin move every time and hope that I get a sack. And That's, then that you're the, already better the, than half of our participants. Yeah, <laughs> that the computer can stop uh, the the pass or the run. Uh, that's basically it. it's not unlike how I used to play football as a child, which I was the <laughs> one who could count alligators really fast. Uh, so I was the, I was always rushing the quarterback. This feels I honestly if you do have it and you have an Xbox, I genuinely think you would be a great asset to the league. And I think because of Game Pass, you might be able to play. I do have I do have an Xbox. Yeah, Um, Jeff, Jeff is going to recruit you because here's the thing. We have a 32 person league and like this year I started out six and two and I never am that good. But I Mm -hmm. finished eight and eight. But um, it, I, at a certain point, I was complaining about how there were so many teams that were like going to be thirteen and three teams, and so many teams that were going to be one and fifteen teams, that there was no parity. So I created the parity myself. So I feel like I should get a goddamn pat on the back because <laughs> I ended up going eight and eight to make it all right. Uh, Jeff, what's your pitch? What teams are available that uh, that you could be like, Joey? This is we would get you in. Well, my coworker Julian has tried joining us. I'd say three or four times so far in the last five months. Uh, and each time he's like Lucy with the football just dropped out at the last minute. So it might be the Vikings uh, as soon as today, but presently we're at 32 out of 32. Wow. Well, that guy's incompetence is sort of emblematic of the league, Joey. So <laughs> he's going uh, to buy played- an Xbox today. He says, we'll see. He I went also to go- should say I have like Al Davis disease. Uh, in that when I play Madden, I only want to throw the ball like 45 yards every time I play. I don't, I mean, honestly, I learned how to play Madden using this version of the game more than ever. I'm telling you, here's what's going to happen. If we have somebody drop out, we're going to make you come in for a period of time. You're going to love the community. 
everybody's hilarious. Uh, I'm the Washington Warrens. Elizabeth Warren owns my team. AOC is my coach. I just brought in Stacey Abrams as a defensive coordinator. So, uh, you know, there's some pretty wild shit going on in this league. Um, so, yeah, it's fun. I'm glad we had this chat because uh, I didn't expect to talk about this. First of all, season of giving, patreon.com slash sports anomaly. Give us $5 if you can. You're not going to. So take that $5 and ram it up your butt. That's what I want. Love and hate brought to you by Fat Stu Cuddy. Uh, Joey, we'll start with you. What do you love this week? What's what's lit your life aflame? Oh, boy. What have I loved this week? It, I've got to say it's been. Oh, you know what I love this week? Uh, fucking stocks, I guess. Yeah, stocks. <laughs> Dogs. Uh, diamond hands to the I moon, baby. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't great. own any, but, you know, uh, it seems funny to me. It's so uh, fun. I I bought Dogecoin because I Jeff... bought Dogecoin and then sold it when I saw Frankie Muniz tweeted that he was going to be a millionaire. Oh, my um, God. That's and I was like, this guy is the worst luck on earth. I'm selling high now. <laughs> <laughs> what did you buy it at and what did you sell it at? I think I bought it at two cents and sold it at four cents. Man, um, that's got to feel good because I bought it. I like it was at one one cent, one point two cents. And I was like, I don't know what this is. Jeff, who's <laughs> on this call, it was the one who was told me about it. And I was like, I don't know. But I also love a one cent stock. Like, that's mm-hmm. my price point. Well, I, I and didn't then advocate the- to sell it, though. No, no, I know you just told me to buy it or to pay attention to it. And then I ended up getting uh, some at 2.3 cents and then the app was all fucked up. Then mm-hmm. I bought it at 3.3 and, and 4.3 or so, 4.8 maybe, because it was just going up. So you did a couple times. And so I have, yeah, so I have 665 shares, a total of 30 US dollars. What's it at now? One cent? Right now, it's at 3.8 cents. Okay. So. You know, you did fine, but it did get up to eight. And then I, I had a sell order. I put in a sell order. I felt like a fucking, I slicked my hair back. I was doing all kinds of crazy shit. I put on a suit that was kind of baggy, but pinstripe. And I put in a sell order for 7.2 and it got up to 6.9. I would have made a killing. I could have, I would have made a killing. I would have made like $28, but as it is now, I'm basically like hovering around even. I I, I have have a... I have 11.4 shares of AMC I'm holding on to, but that's... Ah, nice. Um, that sounds fun. I bought that at $11. Sh- it's at 13.45 right now. You guys Yeah, there? there's this whole thing my friend told me about that um, there's this goal with game uh, GameStop that the goal is actually to get it to $10,000 a share. There's and no he's like. Way. That's insane, right? He's like, and then he told me, he's like, even if it goes to 2,500, that's pretty good. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? If you buy it for 200 and it goes to 2,500, that is pretty good. Yes, that's pretty fucking outstanding. I lost the call there for a second. There's a little audio clip of me going, are you guys there? Just for everyone (laughs) going to hear that. Uh, I got Doge. I got AMC. I bought and sold all my GameStop and I made like 500 bucks. But for Doge, I'm holding forever, basically. I, I only bought it um like two months ago because bitcoin was so high and i was thinking boy wouldn't it be awesome if i could go back in time and buy bitcoin at less than a dollar per coin and i was like well there is this thing that is currently that why don't i buy some and see you know 10 years from now if anything happens uh so i'm never going to sell dogecoin i'm going to ride that (laughs) until i'm ready to retire as a human being and see whatever fucking jeff diamond hand solomon over here am i right hell yeah to the moon. To On the, the moon. other side of that coin, though, you know, it is always risky to invest. I had shares in a company called Novavax for the better part oh. of the last year, more than 10 months. It did very well. Uh, and then I was convinced to sell this week, a day before it doubled in price. So you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> I waited a year to see what would happen there, and I quit on it 24 hours too soon. I feel see, like that. I will never be able to hold a stock for very long because to me, I have like gambler's disease where it's like, (laughs) well, it's up now. I just get it. I got, I should get out and then buy something else. It's the same reason I like, it's the, it's the same reason I like playing craps, but actually don't like betting on sports, even though I know a lot about sports and would be much better at gambling on sports. I don't want to sit 
and wait for the game to happen. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I want to get this. I want to see if I won this money right now. <laughs> you basically want to play scratch cards. And then it's just, I, I once, um, so when stocks first came into my purview, I was like 22. And I just was like, you know what? The only way to really figure out what the stock market is, is to put like a hundred bucks in an account and just see. And so I bought TiVo at, I think, $8, and it went up to $72. Wow. And I was like, holy shit. But of course, I had only bought like 10 shares. And then I was like, this is going to go up forever, I guess. I guess this is what happens. I'm going to buy a house. And then it went down to like 40 I panicked and sold it. And now I don't even know if TiVo exists as a stock. But like <laughs> that was a pretty good haul. But again, I had 10 shares. So it's it's wild when you when you're playing with such dumb stakes. Right. You uh, buy uh, Dogecoin, you get a couple hundred thousand shares. Yeah, it, exactly. The, the way I'm sort of looking at my AMC shares is, A, I like AMC. I know as like a smart uh, hipster movie guy, I'm supposed to prefer like uh, the Alamo New Beverly or whatever. Or yeah, New, Alamo yeah, New Beverly house. show new films besides Quentin Tarantino. No, but you know what I mean, the Vista yeah. or whatever. But I like a giant theater with a big, crazy seat that I can get a giant soda at that is run entirely by teens who are afraid yeah. to tell an adult what to do so I can see four movies in a day for the price of one. Fucking um, love it. AMC, when I lived in Orlando and I was working at EA, I, I would go see a movie like every day at 4 p.m. No matter, like almost every single day I would go because I would be writing and then I would be like, okay, well, I need a break. And then I would come out of that movie just fired up, even if I saw something just dumb as shit. But it also meant I saw more dumb as shit stuff because AMC isn't going to always play whatever. But I saw Moonline at 10 a.m. at an AMC theater in Orlando. And uh, I feel fucking great about that. Uh, I don't know. I love it. So, yeah, I want to support AMC. And I feel bad about GameStop. And I would love to like have an extra five hundred to $25,000 because of GameStop. Well, with GameStop, I see it as sort of a different thing where this is people sort of getting their money back for reselling their games at like a 200% uh, <laughs> less money that they should have been getting them for. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this yeah. is really like GameStop is finally giving them the 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 money that used copy of Alan Wake they sold back should have gotten them. Should have had diamond hands on Alan Wake. <laughs> you fucking, you got it. Um, okay, I feel like this has just turned into the money hat section of the podcast, which I might, I think I might just have a money hat section where we talk stocks because it feels more exciting than real sports lately. Diamond I also want to say, one time um, I, I had a car in Chicago when I was writing for official PlayStation magazine. and or Actually, I was writing for Expert Gamer. This was right around the time of the TiVo stock sale. But uh, my um, like a major, major piece of my engine blew up. Like I can't remember what it's called now, but it was $1,400 to get it fixed. And I was like, that's all the money in the world at that age. And so I put $60 and started betting on hockey. This is when ties didn't go to overtime. And I turned it into $1,400, which is fucking crazy. And then I, when I clicked to like get paid out, I was like, oh, there's no way I'm ever going to see this money. But I did. They sent me a check, and I fixed my car by betting on hockey, which I would encourage. Don't bet on baseball. <laughs> ba terrible sport to bet on. Don't. I don't think football is a good sport to bet on. They're too good at it. Uh, and then hockey, no longer. So really, yeah, it's pretty much There's a comedian Dogecoin. I knew who, worked, who made all of his money betting on the WNBA oh, because wow. he said – Vegas doesn't care enough about the WNBA. There aren't enough people who bet on it that they have, like, experts setting the lines, really. So if you really follow the WNBA, you could make a lot of money that and is find, a, like, yeah. what they, they undervalue. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do some prop bets on the WNBA. <laughs> let's, let's get after it. Um, all right, Jeff, what do you love this week? And by the way, it's stocks. Moving on. Uh, what do we hate this week? I, f I feel like we've already taken it up. So, no, I do want to ask you, Jeff, what you love this week. I'm going to say minus stocks to make it, to, to speed it up. Oh, gosh, I can't think straight. I had something, but also I sprinted home to get here in time. Uh, it can I, be stocks. I, you can bail on this. I mean, I don't love stocks. I. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this. I sold my most held stock a day before it doubled. So don't love stocks. <laughs> Crazy. Um, 
Right now, I I love the anticipation of the offseason in our league. I can't wait to do free agency and draft, even though I have shit draft picks and almost no money for free agents. Uh, it's always fun to see all the shakeups, where people go where, um, how people rebuild, and who just destroys themselves with spending too much money. Um, yeah. I'm sure that's not what I planned to say 10 minutes ago when I was like, oh, I know what love is in my head, but uh, that's what I got on the spot, so that's what I'm going with. Speaking to our off season, I like this is a big one for me because I'm living on the edge for um, retirements. Retirements are my big, huge play because I've done great cap stuff. I'm in really good position um, as a team, which I super focused on in the first season. Um, and now I'm just like, is Greg Olson going to retire? Which people keep saying like, oh, he's going to retire. I don't know. I think that dude, he only caught like 10 balls for me, but played great. Moving Did on. Did he retire for like a game last season? He retires every couple minutes. And he yeah. looks like Skeletor <laughs> in the game. So it's really kind of fun when I accidentally click on him. And then he just looks like Skeletor. He has just like a very Skeletory head. Fun. All right, Joey, what do you hate this week? Uh, WandaVision. What? Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I'm so excited to talk about this. We're never going to talk about sports video games. This podcast is evolving into exactly what I hoped. Okay, talk me through. How far into WandaVision are you? All the way? I'm, I'm caught up. I get okay. that everyone likes this fourth episode, but the first three episodes were are a fucking waste great. of time. Oh, my no. gosh. Oh, my God, dude. As a pro- Okay, so I should also mention that I am an aspiring comedy writer that has written literally dozens of sitcom pilots and making me sit through three of the worst sitcom pilots I've ever read for while they would put one single mystery thing into each one. And then everyone's just like sitting around uh, slobbering over the MCU like, oh, it was worth it. It was worth it. It was not worth a 10-minute sketch. Well, here's your problem yeah. right there is you're not appreciating the fact that they just wrote two, three great timepieces of comedy from those other but eras. Not, but that's my problem mm. is they're not yeah. good. They're oh, bad. Disagree. Those are classic sitcom tropes, and they nail them. They did a great job. They, I, I also bewitched. do – I also do not think they nailed them, which is also my Agreed. problem. The second – the second episode, they essentially lose, get the aesthetics wrong right away. So it's like, what are we doing here? Like, I, yeah, you sound like, like the that second nerd episode I've is essentially. <laughs> That's saying that, something. That, that second episode is essentially shot like an episode of Fresh Off the Boat, not a '60s sitcom. It's just in black and white. Like, they're outside. Like it's shot way too close. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work. And if you're not going to get the aesthetics right, what are we even doing? I I think you are right, and I still have enjoyed it because I thought they planted enough mystery seeds that I was like, oh, there's something off here. Like, I, I, here's what I'll say: it's really fascinating that they're doing this at all. Like, commendable. But I agree that like the jokes, I was kind of like. Yeah, I see that that's funny. But I wasn't like, oh, shit, that's like, fuck, that's some of the smartest writing possible that they just did. And they didn't do that. And yet I've still really enjoyed it. I don't care. Like the fourth episode, I already, I'm a little bit like, okay, you guys are, um, how do I want to say? Like now we're in it. Like mm -hmm. now, like we're invested. But I will say I saw something on um, Twitter. Uh, my fiance sent me and in uh, Randall Park's character talking to Ant-Man, Ant-Man does a card trick and he asks him how to yeah. do it. And then in the and then episode, he does the card trick. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's fucking great. That's like long con wizardry. I mean, in my I mind. guess, but that's also like, I mean, my whole problem with the MCU in general is like, who is, I mean, I guess that's fine, but I'm going to be honest. I didn't remember Randall Park was even in the MCU until I was 10 minutes into it. I didn't like, And then I was like, oh, right, he's an Ant-Man. That's why he's talking about flying in from Oakland. Ah, right. I didn't have um, any idea. I was like, oh, cool, they put Randall Park in this. And then I saw this, the clip later. Um, well, everything Jeff, about so Mar the Marvel movies is that it rewards people who are paying the closest attention to those kinds of details. So it's not something where you're punished if you don't remember it, but it's something where you right. feel rewarded when you do. Right. 
which I dig. I just thought it was cool. But yeah, I, I understand. I, Because I think you're seeing it from like, they could have made this way better. And my perspective is I'm just enjoying it. And I'm also seeing it as like this, this, this is, we can have this conversation forever. Wouldn't you rather they but try like, things? No, the point is, is we are now reaching a world where we are relying on the Marvel universe and Star Wars tried it and then they basically fucking bailed because there were people that, that hazed them on the internet. But this idea that pop art, we're now in a pop art era. So what WandaVision represents is something cool that could have been done, but they're now like, well, let's do that in a Disney property. And mm-hmm. it's like, ah, oh, that sucks. But yeah, that's like, just the I watched- world. I watched uh, the Wachowski Speed Racer last weekend, uh-huh. and I had like a profound sadness that that's not what the Marvel movies are like. Because to me, WandaVision, the other problem with it is it's fake trying something new. Right. Like, it's not really trying. Uh, like, and that's the problem with all of the Marvel properties to me. It's actually why I sort of like. I think the DC movies are all terrible except for Aquaman, but like at least I sort of respect them handing a property to a director and being like, hey, uh, adapt this instead of uh, a studio. A person is making those and a studio is making the Marvel stuff and it bums me out every time, even when they quote unquote try something new. Right. Jeff, what do you hate besides Joey's take on WandaVision? <laughs> That's a strong contender. Uh, for today, I'll say feeling rushed. I was at Lowe's trying to get my, my weekend <laughs> chores uh, stocked up. And you were like, hey, wh- are you going to make the podcast? I was like, I forgot about the podcast. And then I'm rushing to get everything done. I forgot to get the spray paint. I got a splinter on my hand from a piece of wood I grabbed too fast. And just the whole experience of, en- of enjoying my yard and uh, being the Hank Hill I strive to be has been tainted for the weekend. There's a guy who just walked into Lowe's and uh, four people are going to get the British variant of COVID and you left like eight minutes before that. And why? Because Sports Anomaly saves lives. Oh, I remember what I love too. (laughs) Oh yeah, what is it? Uh, Me and my friends have taken on the 52 Netflix challenge. Netflix is releasing 52 English language films this year and we have dedicated ourselves safely distance uh to watching each and every one of them together over skype so we're getting a scroll made so that we can cross them off as we go and uh i look forward to spending the rest of the year watching some good movies and some i absolutely hate and just have to get through i'm super excited to ask joey this because i feel like joey you might have a system but so last year i decided that i had never seen old movies like Mm -hmm. it was like it's a wonderful life and that's it So I basically committed to watching old movies and I watched 122 films last year. A huge amount of them were old. And um, I watched uh, my best film of last year was The Apartment, um, which is the fucking one of the best movies ever made. One of the best movies ever made. It's stunning how fucking good that movie is and how like timely it is to this moment. So this year, what I did, I was like, I don't. I don't want to just watch old movies again because whatever. And so I, I'm doing this thing where every week, actually every eight days, um, starting in 1975, with my, which was my birth year, I watched a movie from 1975. And I watched um, The Holy Grail um, for the first time, sure. which is wild. But I, it was like, finally, I have a great excuse. And then the week after that, I watched a movie from 1976 and 1974, and then 77, 73. So, um, so that's been my system. And I wonder, Joey, do you have any weird systems like that or anything, any, any way you're approaching in the COVID era, uh, like consuming entertainment the way that Jeff's doing the 52 challenge? It's interesting I don't have the patience to watch, like, anything during COVID. <laughs> right, yeah. I The majority of what... So I watched this show alone, which was on the History Channel, um, which is wild. I wouldn't recommend it, but it's wild. Uh, they dropped 10 people into the wilderness with 60 pounds of GoPros. And I then wouldn't want to be in society with 60 pounds of anything. Yeah, but they have 10 items, and then it's just who can live the longest by themselves. So, like, 
it's an entire season of watching someone starve basically Ugh. until they quit. Amazing. Um, which felt very apt for quarantine, if that makes sense, because yeah. you're like literally watching people be by them be quarantined. Yeah, yeah. Um, but mostly I play Apex Legends. That has been like the majority of how I've spent my quarantine. And I don't know why. I mean, I love that game. It's really good. But I think there's something about it being like I can play with people on a microphone and the max length of a game is 24 minutes. And then it just starts over again. And it's exciting the entire way through. Yeah. I've never played that game. I don't think I'm going to start tomorrow. But it is weird. Like, I can't read well. Like, I finally finished a book. Um, and I was like, God, I'm a hero. I've written a book. I've, you know, <laughs> I write screenplays. I'm doing that shit. And I'm just like, but when it comes down to like time to read, I'm like, shouldn't I check Twitter to see if a bill passed? It's, it's not good. It's not a good time. So um, much doom scrolling. Yeah, so much doom scrolling. Real quick, my hate of the week. Play action doesn't matter. So MaddenSchool.com, that's with a dash between them, did a thing where they basically proved that play action does not matter in Madden 21. They used the Packers, and they had Aaron Rodgers, who is a, an exceptional rating, um, play action rating, uh, do a play. And then they did it with the punter, and it was the exact same. And mm -hmm. that kind of just bummed me out. I was like, I hate that that's the case um i don't know jeff well, do you care what? about that were they running blitzes they well they ran the exact same play um over and over and then they they showed that nothing was different that play action nobody like the safety or the secondary didn't bite at all they just did what they did because hmm. when they i'm just... playing the computer i do feel like sometimes if the defense is blitzing they'll follow the runner oh really yeah okay but that's man okay. 20 not 21 uh, i find uh, right. it disappointing to learn that because i i thought it made like the camera zoom in harder or something like that because you know sometimes right. you will fall for it because they do do camera tricks um, yeah. for play action so i assume that a better play action rating on your qb meant that the camera like bit harder uh right and it happens to be one of my quarterback's best traits so it is very disappointing to yeah, learn yeah. that it's completely meaningless what I want to happen is I want to get a quarterback up to 99 play action, and I want the camera to zoom all the way to the so you can see the threads in the ball and like the writing and like the commissioner's signature, and then it zooms back out, and then I can pass. Of course, I can see the whole field during this time, but my opponent basically gets like bonks his head on the ball and then comes back out. All right, real quick breaking news by perfect tommy this is legitimate breaking news and i'm excited to report it the cover athlete for mlb the show 21 has been announced not announced actually it's been leaked um what is your guess jeff um the the guy i already saw it i just can't remember his name nailed it <laughs> okay even better joey who do you want to see on the cover of mlb the show 21 uh What's the cool guy on the White Sox? Uh, Tim Anderson? Frank Thomas. No, Tim Anderson. Uh... Sounds cool. Tim Anderson's one of the cooler names if you're mm -hmm. kind of pulling some. <laughs> I, the guy that I think of, the, if you think yeah, about it's Tim Anderson. He's cool. He, like, uh, watches home runs and wears a gold chain and stuff, and people hate him. Wow. Anyway, keep going. I w no, that's fine. I, um, Fernando I was Tatis. thinking... Fernando Tatis is the answer. Yeah, um, that's probably right. Yeah. But for me, if I'm, I'm thinking Eloy Jimenez would be the coolest White Sox. He's the next Cub. Um, we traded him for <laughs> no good reason. Um, but yeah, so it is Fernando Tatis, which is the obvious option, except for Tim Anderson, who is a real front runner there. Um, big thing nowadays with baseball when you put people on covers. I have to have heard of them as a huge baseball fan, but I do actively ignore the White Sox, which I'm gonna quit doing. So I'm, they're really cool and fun. They are cool and fun. Like they're they're gonna be awesome this year. And the Cubs are deciding to tank, and I'm kind of now that once my teams win the championship, I kind of just sort of go, okay, I'm either a fan of the sport or not. 
but if I'm a fan of the sport, who's good, you know, and I'm cool with it. I don't care that the Cubs are going to have another 108-year run. I used to be a huge Oakland A's fan. Yeah. Uh, but I decided it was too depressing to be an Oakland A's fan and gave up baseball entirely. And that is when the other team I was a huge fan of, the Golden State Warriors, became the greatest basketball team in the history of basketball. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it was like, oh, I just had to pick a team. If I just picked one team the whole time, uh, they would rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, real quick, uh, you've been playing a lot of NBA 2K. Yes, have you? Or have you been? Or is Apex I have Legends? not been playing 2K21 very much. It's a nightmare. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's a bad game. Uh, they never update it because right. I guess they are spending all their time updating the next gen version. Right. Uh, and you don't have next gen yet. No. Yeah. I mean, I would like to have next gen. Uh, yeah. I mean, what but, a waste of money. To, I mean, that's what GameStop is going to gift us. Wouldn't that be hilarious if we all, our goal was to buy enough GameStop and then sell it to where we could afford a next gen buy, system? Yeah. To from buy GameStop. A PS5 from GameStop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That feels right. That, fe- that, that feels like brimming with integrity for some reason. Um, okay. So, the whole reason I had you guys on this podcast, we're blowing through time, but I still want to get some of it done, if not the whole thing, which wouldn't make any sense. But so, a couple episodes ago, we did a name of the year tournament. And uh, this section, by the way, this is the feature. It's the name of the year 2019, brought to you by Jennings Gabriel. Now, I've said a couple people's names. Fats Ducati, perfect timing. Jennings Gabriel, because they've given a fuck butt of money. A fuck butt? I don't know. Do what you want. Um, But anyway, so we did it a couple weeks ago, um, and it was hilarious. It was for the 2020 tournament, but I just, I didn't even see the 2019 tournament. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to present each of you with two names, and we're just going to go through, and we're just going to do the bracket. And uh, that's how we're going to do this, and it will be fun. And if you have, have you ever heard of this tournament before? Uh, either of you? Well, yes, because I listened to your show, Todd. But uh, I was—I'm gonna go at this a little differently, and I'm going to choose names based on who I would want to draft in Madden if it was based on oh, name nice. alone. Great idea. And uh, Joey, have you ever heard of this tournament? Uh, yes, as a loyal Deadspin reader, this ah, was right. a classic Deadspin. Uh, Fucking love it. Yeah, so good. Okay, here we go. It's the Bulltron Regional. First overall, this one's to you, Joey. Do you take Doctor Trentington Outhouse or My King Warboys? You got if a doctor's on the board, you got to take a doctor. I agree. It's tough to not. Jeff, over to you. Uh, it's Dijonese Norman versus Eriberto Popcan. I'm gonna take Eriberto Popcan. Oh wow, I would have gone the other way. Uh, over to me, Tushna Commissariat. Uh, com- commissariat. Tushna Commissariat or Sincere Friends. That's Sincere with a Y. I just think Sincere Friends is hilarious. I'm going with that one. Over to you, Joey. It's Truman Peyote <laughs> versus, holy <laughs> shit, versus Storm Duck. It's Look, Truman Peyote is too, <laughs> it's too much of like a, uh, we're a, we're a pop punk band from Santa yeah. Cruz, California. Give me yeah, Storm yeah. Duck all the way. S- fuck yeah. Uh, over to you, Jeff. Apollo Creed Gardner. That's a Creed with a K, and it's all one word. Apollo Creed Gardner or Toka Bad Boy. Give me Toka Bad Boy with the upset. That's oh, fucking man. hilarious. Uh, all right, over He's to me. Manchu- Manchester United MacGyver versus Rebel Snodgrass. Now, I hate the people who cha- who called their child Manchester United. I'm never going to support that, but their last name is MacGyver. That's pretty That's good. That's the thing. Yeah. The thing that makes me want to choose that one is that his last name is MacGyver. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking great. But I'm going with Rebel Snodgrass just to say the F you to Manchester United. Um, uh, over to you, Joey. It's Vinay Pimple. It looks like Pimple, but it's a E with an accent. Ague. Um, or Ionosphere Torres. Okay, so we do a thing on my podcast, the NBA podcast Round Ball Rock, where I claim every year I don't know anything about the NBA draft, and <laughs> uh, but I can tell who's going to be a star based on name alone, and Sean yeah. will read the names. There and was I'm an episode you right now, of a classic '90s uh, family television show where the I can't remember what the name of the show was, uh, but the little girl on it was picking teams to bet on. 
for her brother or her father or something and getting them all right and nobody knew what her system was and then it was that she just chose the animals every time mm-hmm. uh, until they <sighs> like had made so much money and then lost it all and what you're describing makes me think of that i wish i could remember the name of the show uh, um but what i'm going to say right now is if ionosphere torres was in the nba draft i would pick him to be like a 12 time all star give me ionosphere torres i'm with you i agree with that that's great uh over to me for pretzel monteclaro Versus Terry Tickhill Terrell. Man, I love the the Triple T, as he's known to his buddies. But I like Pretzel Monteclaro. Just calling your child Pretzel, I think, is fucking awesome. So I'm going with Pretzel. All right, back to you, Joey. You've got Dr. Trentington Outhouse versus Eriberto Popcan. Oh, um... Give me Dr. Trentington Outhouse, baby. <laughs> keep it in the keep it in the doctor family. Joey Doctor Basketball. Uh over to you, Jeff. It's either uh Sincere Friends or Storm Duck. Uh I will take Storm Duck. And my research team has gotten back to me. The name of the show was The Parenthood, starring uh, Robert Townsend. Wow. Not going to watch it. Uh, moving on. It's either Toka Bad Boy for me or Rebel Snodgrass. I don't really like Toka Bad Boy. I thought Apollo Creed Gardner me versus too. Toka Bad Boy was dumb. <laughs> so I'm going with Rebel Snodgrass, even though I'm not that high on him um, or her. And over to you, Joey. It's Ionosphere Torres, the 12-time All-Star versus Pretzel Monteclaro. I love Pretzel Monteclaro because it sounds like uh, – like a fake name someone came up with when they were when like at a bar, right? Sounds they like one around of the kids and saw in pretzels. Sports, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I I can't beat Ionosphere Torres. Keep yeah. it, keep it. We're going Ionosphere. Oh no! I had pretzel totally going fair. all the way. No way. There's somebody in this bracket that I think should go all the way, and they're about to pull the upset because Dr. Trentington Outhouse is up against Storm Duck. And quite frankly, I think Storm Duck is one of the greatest names I've ever heard. Yeah. Storm Duck takes over the 13 seed, going to the Elite Eight. And now, over to you, Joey. It is Rebel Snodgrass versus Ionosphere Torres. Ionosphere Torres. Rebel Man. Snodgrass. It's a weird that name got this far. I am. <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, all right, over to you, Jeff. Who are you sending to the final four? Are you going with Storm Duck or Ionosphere Torres, twelve-time All Star, or that would be middle, Storm middle Duck. Storm yeah. Duck. I'm so glad because I was it's like, correct Storm choice. Duck. Yeah, Storm Duck's a final four. Okay, we're we're whizzing through this. This is working. Let's go into the sit hole regional, and that's over to you, Joey. Oh, I'm sorry, it's over to me with Surrender Nada. Versus Jonathan Anomaly. Okay, this this is the sports anomaly, and mm-hmm. but that's not why I'm picking Jonathan Anomaly. Surrender not a. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's one R in surrender. But Jonathan Anomaly just sounds like a very very funny name. Jonathan Anomaly rules. It's, it's really rules. funny. It's yeah. so funny. <laughs> uh, okay, over to you, Joey. It's Doctor Trent Artichoker. <laughs> versus Voltaire Casino. Holy shit. I know I said you got to take a doctor, but I I like Voltaire Casino better because, again, it sounds like a name someone made up on the spot when they were trying to tell someone that it was not their name. <laughs> What's funny about that is I think it's both that and I also think it's abandoned uh, Santa Cruz, but it somehow works when it's the two things combined. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, over to you, Jeff. It's Constantine Sepsis or Donald Bull coming. <laughs> Jesus. I think we should have quit while we were ahead. Uh, give me <laughs> Constantine Sepsis. Oh, what a fucking... Bl- you blew it. I'm not Joey into the Joey agreed. I, You're not I into... like the sepsis name better, too. Really? I yeah. would have gone bullcoming because it legitimately made me laugh. Um, over to me, it's Alpha Omega Nickelberry Third or Nimrod Schmoll. Holy shit. I thought Nickelberry was going to dunk all over whoever he was up against, but I'm taking Nimrod Schmoll with the upset. I don't know. Yeah. Nimrod is just a name in Israel, but it just is so funny to me. Like, one of my favorite authors is Edgar Carrot. His brother is named Nimrod. And when he told me that, I was like, I can't understand how you're not laughing right now. Okay, over to you, Joey. It's Prince Howard Barbecue Yee. <laughs> First, holy shit, another one where I thought, how can anybody beat it? But he's up against 
Pope Thrower. <laughs> Pope Thrower sounds too much. I, look, I love the name Pope Thrower. It's Pope very Thrower funny, better it be a quarterback. Too, it sounds too much like a horse in the Kentucky Derby for me. So I'm True. taking Prince Howard Barbecue Yee. <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing somebody else say that name because now I'm again I'm like yeah Pope Thrower isn't nearly as good. Uh, over to you, Jeff. It's Precious Orgy O R J I or bre- Bread of Life Fayupu. God, why do you bread of life just all the word? worst choices? Are you saying both are bad? Both or you're are saying bad. It's just a... I don't. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Give me bread orgy or whatever it was. Wait, precious orgy or bread of life? Fia- Combine fia- them and move bread orgy to the next round. <laughs> I've, what, what would you say on this one? Uh, I mean, I mean, I, give me. I, yeah. I would take bread of life, I think, just because of how too. weird it is. It's too weird not to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, back to me. Sharky Liguana versus Surreal Sparks. Uh, I'm taking Sharky Liguana because I don't love either. Uh, over to you, Joey. It's Decide Huxtable or Harrison Treegoob. Okay. First off, it is not Decide Huxtable. It's Deicide Huxtable. Oh, shit. Deicide Huxtable or Harrison Treegoob. I think I'm taking Deicide Huxtable. Uh, I hate all of your choices, sir. Starting uh, with WandaVision and ending here. I feel like, Jeff, Jeff, you usually like people, but I think the WandaVision thing has colored you. I think Harrison Treegoob is fucking... Give me Treegoob. I want Treegoob too, but Deicide Huxtable is fucking great. And I am not going to... So Deicide, the reason I went... So Treegoob is funny, but (laughs) Harrison is not... Where with Deicide Huxtable, you get both last names being funny. First off, Huxtable, and second off, Deicide. It's a two for one. Yeah, that's a great argument. I think whenever there's conflict, I think it's good to talk it through. Um, Okay, over to you, Jeff. Jonathan Anomaly versus Voltaire Casino. I know where I am. I got to go with Jonathan Anomaly. Holy shit, I'm surprised. I wouldn't have, but I like where you're going. I like where your head's at. Over to me, Constantine Sepsis versus Nimrod Schmoll. Now, I mean, having the last name Sepsis, I just wanted out of this tournament. So I'm, I'm going to go with Nimrod Schmoll, but, you know, weekly. Um, over to you, Joey. It's Prince Howard Barbecue Yee <laughs> versus Bread of Life Fayupu. This one's easy. It's Prince Howard Barbecue Yee. <laughs> yeah. There's something <laughs> amazing about barbecue being spelled not BBQ, too. Yeah. If, <laughs> it's spelled out. It's fucking hilarious. Um, Jeff, it's between Sharky Laguna and Deicide De- Huxtable. Sharky Laguna. Oh, man, I feel like we got a real we got a real case for Deicide, and you just pissed it all away. But that's fine. I get it. I get it. Over to me, between Jonathan Anomaly and Nimrod Schmoll. I mean, I didn't think Jonathan Anomaly would be here, but he's going all the way to the Elite Eight as a 16 seed. And now over to you, Joey. Know it's your Prince audience. Howard. Jonathan and yeah, exactly. got the goods. I don't <laughs> Prince Howard Barbecue Yee or uh, Sharky Lag- Laguna. It's Laguana, by the way. I think it's Laguana, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. I'm still taking Barbecue Yee. Yeah. Uh, Pr- fuck yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Oh, wow. This is fascinating because, uh, Jeff, you have it on your plate to send another team to the Final Four. Are you going with Jonathan Anomaly? Or Prince Howard Barbecue Yee? I'm going to shock the Sports Anomaly Superworld and say Prince Barbecue Yee. That is the... Vi- Here's what I thought. Like, Jonathan Anomaly is great in its way, and it's very funny. And it's all it went as far as it but, could go. But you can't unseat yeah. royalty. Well, it's like when Belmont gets to the lead eight and you're like, this is great. But you realize if they get to the final four, they're going to get fucking crushed. And Prince Howard barbecue. Yee has a real shot to win it all. Whereas, uh, Jonathan anomaly just didn't, he just didn't, you know, yeah. I don't nothing against him or her. Uh, okay. Now. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> it's my turn. And I just saw, and we're going to go the other way. Now I'm going to start. It's the top seed. Jizz Ya Shorts, that's J-I-Z-Y-A-H, versus Smart Chibuzo. 
And Smarch Boots is a great name, but Jizz Shorts, you know, I'm going to wait for Jeff to undo that one. Uh, over to you this time, Jeff. It's Syndronica Red versus Corey Fast Lane, and that's PH and Fast. Well, if I'm looking for a wide receiver, I'd certainly want Corey Fast Lane. Are you looking for I a wide receiver? I am looking for a wide receiver. <laughs> uh, all right. Over to you, Joey. It's Charles Zeta Waddles or Tupac Ismay. Give me Tupac Ismay all the way, baby. Yeah. Ismay all the way. <laughs> Joe, uh, okay, this is a good one for you, Jeff. Candy Button Disco or General Booty? General Booty didn't spend the last 40 years in service of our nation just to be left here. I'm going with General Booty. Oh, man. Candy Button Disco, I thought was a shoe That's in for you. That's too much. Uh, that just sounds like a random name generator. That does sound. I think uh, it is That's my like turn, but I think dishwasher. I've, I fucked up the order as I, which is good. Okay, it's Pixie Furmeister to me or Sabo Flimister. And that's C apostrophe B O, Sabo. I got to go Pixie Furmeister. I like, I like so much about it. Now we go back to you, Jeff, because I fucked up. So it's Clitorius Aretha Fry or Raymundo Mundo. Ooh, I like the double name uh, system. Let's go with Raymundo Mundo. Yeah, he's a middle linebacker. I was going to be upset if you didn't pick Raymundo Mundo, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, you didn't want to go with Clitorius Aretha no. Fry. Raymundo okay, oh, Mundo's perfect. Yeah, he it's a, that's he a definitely perfect sounds game. like a linebacker who says his own name as he tackles you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mundo! Uh, okay, over to you, Joey. Cash Kinghorn versus Corno Pronk. Fuck, that's a good one. That's a good Corno matchup. Pronk. Give me, it's, there's something so funny about just like Pronk, and then pronk. your first name is Corno. It's <laughs> a great, like, you got nowhere to go. It's yeah. <laughs> pretty great. Uh, okay, over to me. It's Happy Campire with a K or Bubba Buckaloo. I get Happy Campire, and what a fun person to know, but Bubba Buckaloo is, I mean, he's the strong safety that I want on my team. Okay. I gotta uh, say, I think this is our weakest bracket thus far. It is a weak bracket, but I'll tell you. Where did the seeding come from? Also, did you notice the, the names of each division? Yes. So the names of each division, this is the Dragon Wagon Regional. These are past champions, yeah. and we'll get into those eventually on the show because I'm just going to go back in time and do this more than I should. Uh, Jeff, it's over to you. It's between Jizya Shorts and Corey Fastlane. Sticking with the Fastlane. Got to get there. Holy shit. Jizya Shorts was the strong. I thought it had a real final Listen, four I'm potential. I'm not a fan of knows? parents just straight up punking their kids with names. So I wanted to at least sound like a human being who didn't go through life in therapy because of their name. I, I just... also have a tendency here. I want to pick any name that doesn't sound like either a Reddit or an Xbox Live name. Right. Um, yeah. Ginger like, Shorts definitely does. That's a yeah, that's a username that somebody's like, that I'll sounds spell like it Bart any Simpson way to get calling around. Yeah. <laughs> uh Joey, it's over to you for Tupac Ismay versus General Booty. You know what? I just realized it's not Ismay. It's what? Tupac is me. Oh, and I'm taking Tupac is me. That now Tupac went from is... being like kind of a weak name to oh my god, this might win the entire bracket. For You're me. absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, all right, over to me for P Pixie Furmeister versus Raymundo Mundo. I can't go away from the linebacker, man. It's Raymundo Mundo once again. Over to you, Jeff, for Corno Pronk versus Bubba Buckaloo. Oh man, Corno Pronk sounds like a really good DB. But Bubba Buckaloo sounds like he's got the hit power. Uh, this is a tough this to one. Me, before you say it, this is one of the easiest ones I've ever seen, and I'm I just wonder which way you'll uh, you'll go. Well, okay, so no added pressure. Give me Bubba Buckaloo. <laughs> Holy shit, you fucked it up, right? <laughs> Joey, are you with me yeah, on Corno Prong? Uh, yeah, we is... spent way too much time doing this. We should have done half of this. No, we... uh, bullshit. Corey Fastlane versus Tupac is me. That is to, I think that's to you, Joey. Tupac is me. Keep it going, baby. Without a doubt. Uh, and <laughs> over to me for Bubba Buckaloo against Raymundo Mundo. Raymundo Mundo is going to take him out. Raymundo Mundo versus Tupac is me. Jeff, this is a tough one. You've put us in a shitty situation here. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. This is these are, I, this is the I do think that I've ever Cornell, had. I, can I just say 
Corno Pronk versus Raymundo Mundo. Which way do you go? I want to hear from everybody. Joey. Uh, Raymundo Mundo, I think. Jeff? Raymundo Mundo. Okay, I would have gone Corno Pronk, but I wouldn't have felt amazing about it. So, okay, good. We're in the right spot. So Raymundo Mundo versus Tupac is me, Jeff. Tupac is me sounds like it's got third round busts written all over him. Give me Raymundo Mundo to fill Holy up the shit, Ray Mundo, on Mundo. every play. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. All right, we're into the rat, the last thing, and this is definitely going way longer than any episode has gone lately. But since we're having the time of our lives, <laughs> over to you, Joey. Ecclesiastical Denzel Washington versus Gamario Charleston. That's G apostrophe Mario Charleston. And that's right. Ecclesiastical Denzel Washington is a human being's name. Joey. How, how do you not go Ecclesiastical Denzel Washington? <laughs> What's funny is earlier with Manchester United, Dickface, like it felt wrong. But this guy, mm-hmm. it feels right. It's a, yeah. it's weird. Okay, Jeff, over to you. Chastity Gooch Fant. That's with a that's a hyphen it. Gooch Fant um, versus Mustafa Tuna. Ooh. As the Dolphins franchise, I feel my heart being pulled to Mustafa Tuna. But I'm gonna take Chastity Gooch Fant. Oh shit! I agree. I mean. Either one. That was that was a real eight nine seed. Okay, for me, Paisley Boney the fourth versus Bear Spiker. Now we got a Pope thrower here. Bear Spiker. What is that guy versus Paisley Boney the fourth? I, that feels a little. I've I've been watching the Crown season four. Uh, promising young woman. I don't want a Boney. I feel like people should be more Bear Spiker. I'm going Bear Spiker. Uh, I'm just avoiding eating disorders with that answer. Um, over to you, Joey. It's Apprentice Von Slatten versus no, it's Dermot. Not. It's Al Prentice Von Slatten. Oh, Al Prentice. What did I say? Apprentice. You said oh, yeah. the, the word that it's trying to be. Joey, in. please stop <laughs> slowing him down. Yeah. No, no, this is great. Al Prentice. No, that's different. Apprentice versus Al Prentice. Al Prentice is a way better name. Al Prentice Von Slatten versus Dermot Smurfit. I think it's Dermot Smurfit. You're um, right. And I'm take. I like the rhyme versus the weird. Um. Oh man, maybe I don't. Uh, give me Al Prentice von Slatten, but I don't feel oh, good about it. All right, fair enough. Over to me. It's uh, Shaky Sherpa versus Reverend Picks Butt. No, you're wrong. It's Steel Fortress versus Shaky Sherpa. Steel Fortress, Steel with an E versus Shaky Sherpa. There's a person named Shaky Sherpa. I just I'm. I don't like either. It was either a jizzy of pants. Of course, there's a shaky Sherpa. <laughs> uh, I'm going Steel Fortress, and I don't care about it. Um, over to you, Jeff. It's Reverend Picks, P-I-X, Butt versus Kermit Sprinkles. I mean, I don't know where Reverend Picks Butt is going to fit on my roster, but I know Kermit Sprinkles is going to be one hell of a place kicker, so I'm going to take Mr. Sprinkles. Oh, wow. I think of uh, Kermit Sprinkles as more of that like nickel, nickel corner that comes in and makes way too many picks. Um, over to me, I think. No, it's over to you, Joey. Jorquarius Spivey. That's like George, but nope. It's an apostrophe and then Quarius Spivey versus Lionel Pimpin. Mm, I don't like either of these very much. Yeah. Give me Lionel Pimpin, but it's like yeah. a coin flip. Yeah, I hope this I hope this heats up as we get deeper into this bracket. But uh, Telesport Put Savage, this is to me, versus Joe Lefischel. That's L apostrophe official. I'm going with Joe Lefischel. I don't know why it makes me funny. Like it may, He's like official. Joe Lefischel. All right, over to you, Jeff, for Ecclesiastical Denzel, Denzel Washington versus Chastity Gooch Fant. Give me Ecclesiastical Denzel Washington. No problem. Over to you, Joey. It's... Paisley Boney, no, I'm sorry, Bear Spiker versus Alprentice Von Slatten. Oh, no, is it? Yeah, you picked Alprentice in the end. I did pick Alprentice, yeah. it's. Um, but he didn't feel good about it. Right. Yeah, but I don't like pa- Bear Spiker either. In fact, I would have pref- I would have thought this bra- this matchup would be funnier at Paisley Boney the fourth versus Alprentice Von Slatten because it's like uh, two phony like members of Skull and Bones. Uh, give me Al Prentice Von Slatten. Yeah, I agree there. Uh, over to me, it's between Steel Fortress and Kermit Sprinkles. No question, Kermit Sprinkles. That's yeah. the fucking great name. I think this uh, is the... Uh, 
yeah, this out, is a walk. We're, Denzel's going up against Kermit Sprinkles yeah, for the yeah. win here. Yeah, Jeff, Joe LaFissiel versus Lionel Pimpin. Who you got? Give me Lionel Pimpin. Number one, outside tackle, Oklahoma State. <laughs> uh, over to me for Ecclesiastical Denzel Washington versus Alprentice Von Slatten. That is correct. Ecclesiastical will advance. And then uh, over to you, Joe, uh, Je- uh, Jeff, for Kermit Sprinkles or Lionel Pimpin. I'm sticking with Kermit Sprinkles. I can't, I can't even believe the pause. I was like, oh, shit, did I just fuck up? Is Jeff going to do it again? No, he didn't. <laughs> okay, huge one. I'm sending this to you, Joey. Ecclesiastical Denzel Washington versus Kermit Sprinkles. I think I'm sticking Kermit Sprinkles here. It's I love it. They're very close. but Underdog. The, the, That's a the, 14 against a 1 with the win. The... The novelty of ecclesiastical Denzel Washington sort of wears off the fourth time you hear it. I agree. I, I would, would you agree with that, Jeff? Absolutely. I mean, it's just someone else's name with an yeah. adjective. Yeah. Uh, so here's how we're going to do the final four is uh, we're going to each get a vote, and, and that's how we're going to do it. So in the first bracket, it is <laughs> Storm Duck versus Prince Howard Barbecue Yee. Okay, I'm going to count to three, and then you say your answer at the exact same time. Everybody's going to do it. One, two, three. Prince Storm Howard, Howard Barbecue, Barbecue Yee. Nailed it. Jeff, did you go with Prince Howard? I took Storm Duck. Man, I, I, like, I just There's I a just pattern felt... here of just choosing the longest name possible, and I'm not on board. I think a Storm Duck is a cool name. That's a cool dude, and I want to be his friend. The rhythm I... of Prince Howard Barbecue Yee is what gets me, though. Yeah. Like, there's a beautiful But Prince Howard's also one word, beat to which it. I don't like. I don't like that. I th- you know, I think Prince General Howard being Booty, one word's... that's two names. Prince Howard's one word. That's messed up. Mm-hmm. I think that's the charm of it, honestly. Yeah, it's and part the of word, the charm. Yeah, the word barbecue, the food barbecue is in your name. It you, says bear barbecue. There's also something you guys so been funny barbecue about this two... whole time. It says bear barbecue. What? B a r e. Oh my god! It's oh, barbecue. No. Uh, that's worse. I hate that. I yeah. feel like I'm just storm gonna duck. Act like it's barbecue. <laughs> storm duck. Do you, you want to change? Yeah, yeah. If it's barbecue, it's storm duck. I do. It just took the fucking wind out of me. Barbecue? Oh, fuck. That's the, who Man, knows I what could happen. Bad for it Jonathan Anomaly now. Storm duck. Yeah. If Jonathan only we'd Anomaly listen to him. Oh, man, I guess so. All right, we're doing it again for the other uh, bracket. It is Raymundo Mundo versus Kermit Sprinkles. Second, and then now we're going to count. This is, uh, okay. One, two, three. Raymundo Ray Mundo. 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 I can't believe it. I'm really shocked that Raymundo Mundo is going to the finals, but it shows that we uh, Put a little repetition in there, and you get a lot of votes. Yeah. And now for the finals. For the name of the year 2019 Sports Anomaly Competition, it is Raymundo Mundo versus Storm Duck. I really want to... Okay, Jeff, make an argument for Storm Duck, because I think Storm Duck is a much more powerful player. player. Uh, First, it's way fewer syllables. You get that out quick. Storm Duck, you're done. Second, uh, it's got a story to tell. You know, it's a duck in a storm. It's got to really flap its wings to get through that shit. It's a Storm Duck. It's earned that title. It is our winner. Uh, Okay. I'm going to make the case for Raymundo Mundo, which is... Can I make an argument against Storm Duck? Yeah, yeah, do it. Sounds like a shitty Pokemon. That's racist. I don't think so. (laughs) I don't don't even think it's racial. ducks? (laughs) Right. I, yeah, I, there's something too simple about Storm Duck. And there's something, my argument for Raymundo Mundo, which I'm surprised... Uh, that I that I'm on, I'm a Raymundo Mundo stan if I'm even using that term right is that there's a musicality and a simplicity that you think you're getting with Storm Duck but with Raymundo Mundo you're getting it and there's just that ethnic flair like there's that little bit of like bam you know and Raymundo is with an e so you you're it even is making me think of the wrestler um, Raymundo Mundo sounds like a classic Saturday Night Live character. 
It does. It's Storm Duck. There's something about the one sil- syllable ending in a CK that feels a little violent to me. Okay, we're going to the finals. Here we go. On three. One, two, three. Raymundo Mundo. Jeff, you voted for Storm Duck? Yeah, but I don't really care. Yeah, nobody does. That's what's great about this. Raymundo Mundo wins it. And I I mean, look, if I'm going to go back through the bracket, I think the biggest mistake was Corno Pronk didn't make it. I think, you know, but that would have gone up against Raymundo Mundo. You guys said uh, if Raymundo, I'm sorry, if Corno Pronk would have been in the Kermit Sprinkles, then we would have had, a, I think, a bigger argument because Corno Pronk bath. versus Storm Duck would have been a totally different scenario. Corno Pronk, you get all the things you get with Storm Duck, but better. Yeah, I agree. And you know what it is? It's an extra syllable. Mm-hmm. And Jeff just wanted this episode to be over from the moment it started. One syllable and we faster. Let it happen. <laughs> exactly. Okay, real quick, the Netflix Minute uh, brought to you by Jennings Gabriel. He gets the feature and that. I guess I already named the feature. What whatever. Tell uh, our listeners, Joey, one thing to watch this week. TV show, movie. Jeff, um, you go yeah. first. Uh, White Tiger. You know, I usually don't like watching uh, Indian films. I mostly really dislike English-speaking Indian accents because it's always played up in media. But uh, White Tiger's got a good story to tell, and I enjoyed it through and through. Nice. Well, are you ready, for, uh, Joey? Uh, yeah, sure. Hit me. Um, watch uh, Albert Brooks's Real Life. It's one of my favorite huh? movies ever. Uh, oh, I, I think it's, it. it's on Criterion right now. Really oh, good. nice. I'm going to put this down because I'm going to run into a year in which uh, uh, I'm going to need a 79 or 80, I think. Ah, that's perfect. Um, I'm going to say watch uh, What the Constitution Means to Me on Amazon Prime. It's fucking great. And it can't, it hits so, so well. And I did not expect what it ended up being. Uh, that's it. That's our show. Patreon Power Hour. Patreon.com slash Sports Anomaly. Give us money if you feel like it. Otherwise, uh, go... Subscribe to Round Ball Rock, the podcast, so you can listen to Joey every day. If you want to join our league, find us at uh, just at Sports Anomalies. Good and then for THSL on Twitter. THSL on Twitter. For Joey, you're going to get a call soon. Fourth SL. For THSL. Fourth SL. For THSL. I should know this, but I'm not. Really I don't know attention. if I want to join a league where the commissioner hates everything I say, though. <laughs> it actually would make it better. Trust me. You'd love it. All right. Thanks, Joey. Thank you, Jeff. That's our episode for this week. Sign us off, Jeff, with something stupid. Nope. Joey, your turn. Oh, something stupid. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs>